All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of What's What BR. We have a first-time guest with us today. We have Samuel Heisman with us from Great Hearts Academies. Samuel, how are you, man? Doing well, Brandon. Happy to be here. Awesome. Glad you could make it. Uh, Dating us, it's we're putting it in. It's four o'clock on a Friday, you know, so uh, we're all going the extra mile here. So, tell me, um, for anybody that doesn't know, what's the short version? You're over with the Great Heart Academy's team over there. What is kind of what's what's your role and what's the short version of what you guys are doing? Sure, I'm the founding head of school at Great Hearts Harveston. We're trying to plant the first of hopefully many schools in Louisiana, the first of many great heart schools in Louisiana. And I guess, for lack of a better phrase, our value proposition, what sets us apart from other charter schools is that we offer a classical education, right? That word classical can mean a lot of things, right? But it usually means something tried and true, something old that has stood the test of time, classical, classic cars, classic music, right? Um, but we right. offer an education that we think um, is 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 one of the best that can be offered, and we we it is our heart's passion to offer it as in the format of a charter school. Make sure it is accessible for everyone. And so I tried to kind of bring this. I don't think it's funny nowadays. I think some people still don't get it. You know, they think just public and private, but charter, you know, is it's. It's not a private school. It's a tuition free, you know, experience. And it gives people the choice, right? Rather than maybe you can describe it better than I can probably, but I look at it as, you know, it's a, you know, it's a business who's gone into come, you've gone into the business of education and saying, we think we can do this, you know, better, or we've got a different spin on it. Is that kind yeah, of fair? Yeah, I, I think that's a good way to put it. Um, every public school in any state has to provide a free and appropriate public education. And the way I think that happens in the eyes of the state is that you meet certain knowledge standards, right? Third graders shall know how to write a sentence using adverbs. That's an example of a knowledge standard, right? Uh, what charters do is they provide that free and appropriate public education uh, in a different way than your general public school. Charters are public schools, but they do it with a, they provide free and appropriate public education with a different methodology. Where I come from, where I was raised in Toledo, Ohio, I had a lot of friends attending a maritime charter school, learning how to uh, be first mates on, on large ships. Uh, I know in town here, we have Helix Aviation, where students are learning, uh, where they're meeting, where they're learning, where they're getting a free and appropriate public education, but they're also learning about airplanes, right? Um, BASIS has a really rigorous college prep curricula. And at Great Hearts, we do it through uh, providing a classical education. And I would be remiss if I didn't include this little tagline here, right? We'd say classical education consists of cognitive, emotional, and moral education. And that means thinking deeply, loving noble things, and living well together. So we, we believe the highest goal is to become good, excellent young men and women, um, intellectually and morally. We do that through having a close-knit community, having a tried and true time-tested curriculum that goes back thousands of years, and mm -hmm. um, uh, and having wonderful, excellent Socratic instruction in our classrooms. Absolutely. And so, and this is for anybody, I guess sometimes we got to state the obvious, right? You're not in, you're in the Baton Rouge market, but opening in August, right? Not, it's not yet 
we're not in this school year starting in August of 23, right? Yeah. But it's now time to get on the list. Correct. Correct. Yeah, we start in almost eight months exactly, right? Uh, August of 2023. Uh, now is the time. We have uh, open enrollment closing here in about three days. So now is like the best window you can have to uh, to get in on uh, our wait list. We're going to have rolling admissions starting in January. Um, but right now is the time to sign up uh, at greatheartsharveston.org. Now is the time to sign up at greatheartsharveston.org and get your child admitted for uh, for our life-changing course of instruction. And so you guys, this is the, you're out at the preserve, right? Over, you know, Blue Bonnet and Nicholson is the campus. So kind of right over there, I guess. Mm -hmm. So get out there by the U Club in that area. Yes, sir. Yep. Okay. So, so taking the applications up through the 12th and that's what that's made you guys. Yeah. Okay. So tell me, walk me through what's the difference. Right. Open so. enrollment <laughs> offers the highest chance for your child to get uh, admitted into any school that offers um, that offers seats on that on that basis. It uh, that takes place through October and through December, uh, December twelfth, and then uh, and then we process those open enrollment admissions uh, applications and distribute them. Then come mid January. Sorry about that. Then come mid January, we start rolling admissions, which is really first come first serve. Open enrollment uh, is a chance for everybody to come. Uh, and apply and have the highest chance of acceptance. But um, after open enrollment, it's really first come, first serve. And that window starts in January. We'll be accepting applications all year, but you got a higher window in during open enrollment. But uh, we anticipate having some seats and uh, being able to offer those during during our rolling admissions period starting in, in mid-January. Absolutely. So tell me, what made you guys, what, what did you see in Baton Rouge? You know, what was it that was like, this is where we got to go. You've got, you know, what is it? 33 campuses. So it's not your first time doing this. Yeah, you know, something had to stick out, right? Yeah, we got we got 40 campuses between San Antonio, Texas, Dallas, Texas, and Phoenix, Arizona. Um, and I think uh, what, what drew us to Baton Rouge is that Baton Rouge uh, wanted us for uh, um, just wonderful reasons. You guys have such a strong community down here. And as I was reading an article before I was hired in this role uh, about um, Great Hearts being accepted as a type one charter through the EBR school board, uh, there was a bystander who had nothing to do with, uh, with our school board or anybody else in a paper. And he said, we want the classical community and the classical instruction that uh, Great Hearts offers. Right? And I've just found that that desire is, is very true in everybody I've met, new, from New Schools for Baton Rouge, the Baton Rouge Alliance for Students, uh, our own Great Hearts Louisiana board. Everybody wants us here because they believe that uh, we can contribute to making, uh, to, we can contribute to, to making Baton Rouge the, the Baton Rouge that we all think it can be and uh, to offering a really high quality education to any student, regardless of their background. Uh, the community just just made it easy through grants and through um, through support to come down here. I would say, in short, Brandon, I just think the quality of person down here. Uh, there's just such a high quality of person to a T when when you're talking about nonprofits or even in the business sector and in the education sector. 
It's just such a rich, high quality of person who wants us down here that just made it easy to work with. And we're really excited to serve any and every student in Baton Rouge. Well, we're excited to have you. Mm -hmm. Tell me, this can't be easy. You know, it's one thing, you know, we're trying to get some, you know, make sure we get students enrolled, but, you know, do you have, you know, teachers ready to go? Are you still looking for teachers? Is It's a lot of work, I can imagine. You know, people don't yeah. think of, I think sometimes people take it for granted. They just think, oh, it's a school. It's, it just kind of runs on itself. And <laughs> right, right. not necessarily. It's a moving business that has all different departments across the board. Right. So. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's very much an entrepreneurial effort, right? Um, we're trying to architect systems that provide consistency and um, and and make for a high level of execution across the board. But um, you, you know, your general question is is how are things going? Uh, I could I could point to a couple different indicators. I think things are going well. Uh, we 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 are starting to ramp up open enrollment, but encouraged by the activity I've seen there. Uh, we have quite a lift with hiring. Um, we're going to offer grades kindergarten through seventh grade, hopefully serving somewhere in between 650 and 692 students. And um, that translates to something like uh, 65 to 72 hired personnel. And uh, from teaching to operations to maintenance, et cetera. Um, uh, I think we're closing the, I think we are, closing in on somewhere by, by the time Christmas comes around, I think we'll be around 10 or 15% higher. And I, having, having done this for, for the better part of a decade or mm -hmm. half a decade, I guess you could say, I feel pretty good about having 10, being 10 to 15% higher uh, this early in the year. Um, that, that makes me excited. But uh, I don't want to get overconfident though. There's still a long <laughs> way to go and there's still a lot of uh, seats to be filled in grades kindergarten through seventh, as far as teachers go. So please do Baton Rouge educational community. Come have a conversation with me. I'd love to chat about what your future in classical education could look like. I think it's, you know, so true. I was speaking with, uh, we had Wes Watts, if you hadn't met him here in town, but he was the, uh, he just recently resigned. He was the superintendent for West Baton Rouge okay. school systems and a uh, phenomenal guy, but I think he said it best and it never stuck out and I never thought about it. He was talking about how educators do such a wonderful job and they teach everybody, you know, you can go be a doctor, you can be a lawyer, you can be an attorney, you know, you can, you can go to the moon, you can do whatever you want, but rarely do they ever say you could also be a teacher, yep. you know, they, they, they push everybody away and there's a shortage, you know, of teachers, you know, people are not flocking, you know, to be a teacher these days and it's hard. And then when you find them, you know, you got to hang on to the good ones. And so that's, I can imagine it's a challenge in itself, you know, right. for you. So. Right. No, it is. I mean, you look at, you look at those of us who do become teachers, it's usually because someone has taken a special interest in us uh, as a, as a young student. It's somebody mm -hmm. who said, you've really got something to offer. Not just you can achieve, but you have something to give to a lot of other people. Um, it's usually because somebody has said that, and that's that's a community we're hoping to to build at Great Hearts, not just to perpetuate more teachers, uh, but to but to leave students feeling as though they yes they can achieve, but they can also serve their community. So, you know, tell me, you guys, you mentioned when I was kind of doing some research. You know, one of the big things I keep seeing that kept sticking out was using the words, you know, the whole child, you mm -hmm. know, the whole child, you know, across the board. And I thought that was interesting to where it's, 
you know, and I've already done a little bit of the research, but I think you could probably talk to it better, but it's more of the, we're not just here to, you know, do a simple education and teach you, you know, arithmetic and, you know, the rogue memorization of history facts. That's where this, I guess, this classical, you know, comes in where it's more holistically, the child is a good functioning person too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Right at the beginning. Right. Uh, we, we mentioned that classical education consists of cognitive, right. Intellectual excellence. Like we, we say we cultivate virtue. Virtue means human excellence. So we want all our students to be as as intellectually excellent and have sound intellectual habits. Right. Maybe not believing the first thing you hear, but measuring, calculating, thinking, deliberating about what you hear such that um, the opinion you have is yours, right? You're free from bias, and then you're free to serve with that opinion after you've formed it. Um, but we educate the whole child also by by helping, uh, you know, minister to their to their to their hearts and their and their uh, imaginations, right? We we form tight knit communities and student life structures where uh, teachers can coach students. You know, where uh, we we try to lower our student to teacher ratio precisely so that these teachers can really um, lean in and coach students and, and help them see uh, the truth of their situation or the truth about uh, maybe a, a habit that they're trying to strengthen or correct. Or uh, we try to uh, lean in and, and you know, just educate the hearts as well as the minds of our young students. Well, tell me, and one of the things when you talk, you know, in the education that I did was I saw that you guys were, I remember reading something about, you know, Singapore math program. Mm -hmm. You know, what is, what is that about? You know? Yeah. I wish I had uh, my friend, our chief academic officer, Jake Tawney on right now, but uh, Singapore mathematics is a mathematical curricula and method of teaching, um, of teaching young, young students math. We use it in grades K through five. And um, what I have found is that it emphasizes multiple ways of solving a problem. It also, um, uh, you know, starts with very concrete objects that they're working with. And um, it is, you know, it's highly effective based on research of math mastery in Singapore, you know, and they consistently rank at the top in all our testing and in all world tests. But um, what it does is it emphasizes working with concrete objects earlier on and uh, then finding multiple ways to uh, multiple ways to solve a problem. And then uh, as the grades as they get older, students are working more in abstract mathematics such that they're ready for um, some very rigorous mathematics instruction in middle school. Wow. Sounds a little more than what I was used to. Yeah. So. No, same here. I was just memorizing times tables, my man, up until 10th grade. <laughs> yeah, it's flashcards, flashcards, flashcards all day. Right. Keep going back and forth with them. Um, are you guys going to be doing any is transportation, you know, the public school system, you know, is running buses and things of that nature. Do you guys do some of the same thing or? Yeah. I mean, this isn't something we have gotten to do in Texas and Arizona, but I'm, I'm really proud to say that we are going to offer it in Louisiana. We're going to offer uh, transportation. We're working uh, with, uh, we're narrowing down our list of bus, bus vendors such that we can, we can offer transportation in the 20, 23, 24 school year. That's awesome. Well, man, I think you've got to, I think you got your hands full with a lot of work, you know, so I think it's just uh, great to have you in the community, but then just to give people the option, the choice, and to be able to get out there, I think that's what's important, but it's kind of a time-sensitive thing right now that people need to get. If 
is there a way to get in front of somebody if they've got questions? Are you guys there? Is there people, you know, that mm-hmm. they can talk with? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have, sorry about that trip. Uh, we have, um, you know, my, myself, my director of community engagement, my assistant head of school, we're all available to answer questions about our academic program. Uh, you know, should you have a student with uh, disabilities? Should you have uh, one of your students who, who wants to play multiple sports? Uh, you know, I have my, my last name is Heisman. I, I, sports are kind of my namesake, right? Um, so yeah. uh, we are available to add, answer questions about curriculum, sports, the overall academic program. And if they just, uh, our, our phone number is listed online, but they can also email us at info at Great Hearts Harveston. And then we'll direct that question to the person who can answer it best. And we can either set up, you know, a a Zoom or a Teams meeting, or you can come and meet us in person at our office. I can come meet you for coffee. Uh, We can do, we can, we can handle this a number of ways, but it has to probably start by either calling us or emailing info at greatheartsharveston.org. Absolutely. Well, you did mention, I was going to go ask you, is there a relation with the Heisman, you know, to that, yes. you know, is there, does those, do those dots connect to they what do. we're all thinking? Yeah, yeah, in a very, very straight line, actually. Uh, so the Heisman Trophy is given to the best player in college football every year. Uh, that trophy is named after my great, great uncle. Uh, he was a, uh, when he was in college, uh, he was very academically uh, adept. He did well, but he loved playing what was then called what the early version of football then looked a little more like rugby or pickup football. Uh, There was no forward pass or center snap. Uh, He loved playing it so much and he bounced from college to college. His dad wanted him to be a lawyer, but he just kept playing football and then eventually started coaching football. Uh, He coached at Clemson. He coached at Oberlin, Georgia Tech, still holds the record for the highest scoring football game, 222 to nothing. Um, yeah, I don't think it'll be broken anytime soon, but, uh, he, uh, he, uh, in his latter years started working for the downtown athletic club. And I think the first Heisman trophy was actually called the downtown athletic club trophy. And then, um, uh, after that he passed away and they named the trophy after him because he, guys like him and pop Warner did so much for the game. They actually did pioneer the center snap and forward pass. Um, and they just recognized his achievements by naming it after him. Wow. Yeah. My That's first story. Uh, in 19, my dad came back from the 99 uh, ceremonies, and I still have a uh, still have a football somewhere with Ron Dane and Drew Brees' autograph on it. Oh, there you go. Well, you're in the right town for football, <laughs> you know, here. So I think, if anything, you might end up with some meetings just for people to hear some stories. So <laughs> you might have oh, to yeah. qualify that and read it out. You know, do you have kids? Yeah, no. Okay, well, then we don't need to talk. <laughs> there you go. So, well, Sam, I appreciate you spending some time with us, you know, today and kind of telling us what's going on. And, you know, hopefully we can get some people out there and, you know, but I think it's just overall, I think choice is what's important you know, yes. for parents. And that at the end of the day, that's what people need is choice. They need options. That yes. just makes everybody, you know, a little bit better, you yep. know, what they do. So. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, I just hope classical education, you know, the cultivation of virtue in the hearts and minds of students is uh, where we're, I don't just hope it. I'm, I'm really excited to offer this choice for parents uh, through a classical curriculum and through a classical community. We're really hoping uh, to, um, we're really hoping to just build build a solid community, a solid uh, neighborhood community for all of that. Mm-hmm. And very excited to be here.
Well, awesome. Well, I guess as you get a little bit closer, we'll have you come back and kind of tell us, give us an update how it's going, you know, where it is. Maybe there's some other deadlines that people need to be aware of. So we'll have you come back after maybe it's the first of the year and let us know what's going on and kind of walk us through the, the process again and get some updates on where you are. If you still look for teachers and do what we can. That sounds good. That sounds good. I look forward to it, Brandon. Awesome. We have a great weekend, man. You as well. Bye.